welcome back to Bean Stuff. Now, we're a little bit late. I know we said we'd be uh, doing it on a Friday, so we are late on a Friday today, but we are going to be doing an episode today, so sorry about that. Um, but today we're going to talk about camping, and, and Dad, here's the question I have. Do we have to skimp for coffee when we camp? Oh, that's the good thing about camping. Well, when I camp anyway, there's no skimping involved. Oh, my. In other words, you can have good coffee, you can have a good cup of coffee, you can have fresh coffee, all the things we've been talking about already, even while you're camping. So I can take good coffee with me. I can take the whole process. Basically, yes. Yeah, you can. You can. All right, well, well, let's go from very, very start to the very, very end. So mm -hmm. what, can I roast coffee while I'm camping? Wow, um, you can. I've done it a few times, and it's quite possible to, to roast coffee. You need a few things, especially if you have no electricity. It's done a little slightly different. Mm. But guess what? You can roast really good, fresh coffee. Well, you used to have a little popcorn popper that had like a wooden handle with a crank on it. Yes. And you used to roast coffee with that on there. That's I might be getting ahead of ourselves. No, that's for you. Well, you are a little bit, but that, that's a, <laughs> what's they called a whirly, whirly bird, whirly pop. We can call it a whirly bird. Oh, okay, let's call it that. <laughs> and it's really for popcorn, but it works brilliantly for roasting coffee on a fire. The only thing is you don't want to get burnt. Right. And it does take a little while, and it's not overly consistent but it's fresh coffee and man is it good and i think i want to put a caution out there for anybody wanting to do fresh coffee with camping if you're roasting coffee and camping i would say expect some people to stop by oh we yes um especially start roasting coffee first they think it's popcorn then they then they realize the smell is not popcorn and <laughs> then you tell them well it won't be ready till the next morning because you need time to rest coffee and uh, you'll probably have a good line outside your tent by the morning. Coffee or toast? Sometimes it might get just, uh, you know, people might think it's toast. True, true. Burning toast. Burning toast. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. So as we walk into, you know, so let's say I'm going camping. I want good coffee. I want to skimp. I want no skimping at all. What, yeah. are, the, what are the kind of concerns that I'm going to walk into? Mm. I want to be aware of with coffee, with, our, I guess, with regards to coffee and camping. What are the things I want to be looking out for? Uh, first thing I would think of with would be um, to be prepared. In other words, you've gone camping, you've got this wonderful spot, it's isolated, it's wonderful, mm. and you suddenly realize you didn't bring some important equipment, like mm. a French press or how you're going to drink the coffee, or uh, there's different ways to do it, and we're going to talk about that. But uh, you, you've got a long way to go back home suddenly, and you can't just go to the local store and buy one, whatever you're missing. So you need to be prepared. I always write a little list out. So a little checklist. Got, yeah, a little checklist. And I've got it on my little my phone there, and I just make sure, tick off all the things, check off mm. all the things, make sure. Because there's always one thing you leave. I don't you know, know why. Once you're out in the, the wop-wops. The wop-wops, that's right. There's, uh, there's no the boonies. way. The boonies. There's nothing you can do to get those things back but unless you know going and getting or buying another one which is expensive and stuff i have once i remember we were, i think i was camping with you and uh, we went and i ran out of gas gas in the car or gas no on gas, the stove? gas for the no for the stove okay <laughs> sorry yeah and i've run out of gas for the car at some stage too but the gas for the stove and suddenly i i was at this particular camping trip i was using a little propane burner to be my heat source mm. and uh, it ran out and what do you do now? I remember driving an hour and a quarter back to some township and finding some expensive propane to get our, our, our little stove top going again so I could boil the water. I think that's the moral of the story. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And what, whatever cost it takes. Yeah, time, money. Yeah, yeah, true. So we've got, we've got 
I mean, number one, be prepared. Yeah, sorry, that's right. That's yes. that's kind of an that's almost any situation in life. Well, it's true actually. That's Is true. It surfing or mm-hmm. coffee. I haven't done too so, much surfing, but yeah. No, but you want to be prepared, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, I would. I'd have the best best board you could have and sharks. Uh, Sharks, I want to be prepared for sharks. Oh, Anything. Mate. But you want to be prepared. What about the environment? How is the environment? What, what things do I well, look for in the environment? Basically, camping, guess what? Mm. You're outside. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, anyway. Right. Unless you're camping inside a house. Um, but uh, that, that changes things up completely. You've got things called weather. Mm. And that can be, you can have a bad tramp, uh, tramping, yeah, but a camping trip just because it rains the whole weekend. You've right. got humidity problems. Um, it could be way too hot. And suddenly, it, it's, it's, if you're going to roast your coffee while you're camping, then uh, it's, uh, it becomes, becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a big no-no. What's a big no-no? I, I think I might have tried this once, but uh, don't. Um, see, I'm talking about actually roasting coffee while you're camping. And that's mm. the nice thing about camping. You can do this yeah. um, roasting. And don't do it in the tent, though, not inside. Have you done that? Yes, uh, <laughs> even with the flaps up, it's still a lot of smoke. <laughs> well, it's a lot of heat. You do, and you smell it that night too when you're trying to get to sleep. Per- permeates your sleeping bag. Exactly. Oh. oh, wow. So, one of the things we obviously need to be aware of is the environment. So, yes. we've got weather, humidity, tent. You know, don't do it in the tent. Um, it's pretty much some of the worst conditions for roasting coffee, or I guess it could be. It could be. It could be. Because the other side of what I'm saying is camping mm. can be a wonderful experience. To do something like roasting coffee um, outside and the best thing, you roast it the next day, you have it that morning. And it is a wonderful experience to have this really good coffee sitting around the fire and you're drinking good quality coffee. If you're prepared. If you're prepared. Be prepared Uh and, you know, know your environment, know what you're running into, know what what kind of humidity and all those kind of things, you know, just try and be prepared for obviously if it rains, that's yeah. not going to be, yep. you know, not going to be great if you're if it's raining or 120 degrees, it's really hot Fahrenheit out there, it's hot. Mm, and you're right by the fire roasting. So you could roast it on the fire pit. Yeah, that's, that's which is going to be a little less consistent of a of a heat source. And probably I wouldn't say a little bit consistent. I'd little it'd be a lot. A lot less consistent. <laughs> yes, no, yes. Fair enough. Well, and so you could use propane, which is going to be more consistent. There's yeah, more, more prep. Just more down prep. that flame real low, and you you can pop your um, your coffee, which is has, of course has two pops with it. Right. Well, and and the other thing is we need to we need to store that coffee after it's been roasted. That's a big one because you don't have usually all the mod cons because you're out camping, and so you need to think. Okay, I've roasted the coffee. How am I going to store this? The good thing is you're not going to be making so much. You're not going to roast so much that you're going to have a heap to store. And you may not even bother about it too much because you may just... And if you don't roast the coffee, you bring the coffee with you. Mm. That's another way. And, of course, temperature and all those things has a bearing on that too. Right. But you do want to store it sort of... Like we, I think we talked about last week of, of in a, you know... One-way valve. That was a couple of days ago. Oh, was it just a couple of days ago? Okay. Oh, One-way valve. Right. Dark. Like the package comes, leave it in there, and yeah. whole bean, and you should be fine for a week, two weeks. Whatever you're doing, camping. Well, and my, I, I had an idea as we were, we were talking about this episode. What about a Ziploc bag? I know a Ziploc bag is clear, so it's not going to be good for light. And right. air can get trapped in it. But let's say I have a Ziploc bag, put my roasted coffee in it, push the air out, zip it locked, and then put it in a dark space. That's perfect. 
Because it's going to be airtight. It will be. It, there's a little trickiness of, of when you roast coffee, you've got lots of gases, particularly CO2 coming off, and it could expand your bag. If I wouldn't even seal it up at that point mm. because it's going to blow up the bag and like a balloon, basically. So you almost need something either to let it sit for a while or to put it in something with a one-way valve yep. so the air can escape. Exactly. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. That makes sense. And what about, uh, what about like, so we've got the coffee. Yes. So the next step is creating, you know, mixing that coffee with hot water. How would you go about getting hot water? I mean, that might sound kind of basic, because my thought is you could put a pot on the fire. Yes. It doesn't need to be as consistent for, right. you just got to get the water to boil. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, and you do that for a cup of tea on the fire. You can do it for hot water to mm. make your coffee in the morning or at night when you're making the coffee. Um, it's a little, you know, a little more tricky. You've got to just not burn your hand as you put the, the, the kettle. You know, I, I say that because, yeah, I've done that. It's more full on. Yeah. And you want to, somebody to sit at the, the, the kettle on or the, the billy on, on the on the um, fire so it doesn't just suddenly go into the middle of the flames. Now you've got to get it out of the middle of the flames. And how big of a bearing does the water quality have on it? So let's say we've got a stream nearby. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Or I've brought water with me. Yes. What What's your recommendation on uh, I mean, quality level of coffee. Right. I, I think you could get some nasty water. You possibly could. You could get some really good water from the stream. I mean, I I, I don't know what, what safety-wise. <laughs> but, but, yeah, we don't we don't condone no, or... No, no. Or, I was yeah. Gonna, yeah we, well, I was going to say, you could probably taste just fresh water and see, oh, this tastes really good or really bad. And there's a sheep you, up, the, you know, up the stream there. And, oh, I think if a sheep has made a mess in the pond, it's a bit late, wouldn't you, by the time you taste it? I was, I was actually thinking of the whole sheep in the pond. <laughs> oh, I hope you'd see that before. Yeah. But so, you know, you could boil water there, which is at your own discretion. Yes. You can't sue you can us. get tablets and things like you do for just drinking clean water and, and right. sort of filter out some way. There's filters you could put it through. And there are those filtering methods, like yeah, I've seen like little pumps or mm -hmm. it goes like a charcoal filter. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the best what's way. The, yeah. What's yeah. the best way you Bring your water it. with you. Then gotcha. you then you don't have to worry about is there a stream nearby or is there mm. not. You don't have to go back to a shop to get water or well, fill it up. If you're bringing drinking water anyway, yeah, exactly. this is going to go into a it's going to go into a beverage, so it's mm -hmm. going to be drunken yep. as well. So it's going to be you know it's not going to be consuming more water than you would anyway. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If you expect to have coffee yeah. at night, I mean, me, I would I would bring some nice filtered water, some pure water um, that you may be using for drinking, but you know, you you know you've got some for the coffee because. Out there camping, there's some difficulties, and so you might as well try and do the best you can and right. bring in clean um, drinking water. Not a bad idea. So once we've got the hot water, and I, I'm kind of jumping around in that's right. a little bit, but we've got the hot water. Yeah. Well, that's good. But how do we grind the coffee? What are the what are <sighs> Now I, I know in our I think it was maybe was it first episode no yes. I think it was the second one about the grinders yeah we talked about mortar and pestle and those good things yeah. so there are those methods of put it in a, a handkerchief and yeah. bang it with the shoe but I I guess it depends on what kind of coffee you're making too that's right I mean I mean you may get down to just banging it with a couple of rocks by the way you may not even have a mortar pestle um, then for therefore as all methods of making coffee mm. uh somewhat more coarse more medium well, fine and i guess to that point what kind of coffee making methods um are are feasible for for camping oh well and i might be jumping ahead there so i guess if we can kind of figure out what yeah. ones are feasible then we can kind of right. go with what grinder. my favorite ones for camp I and mean, you could go we could talk about later but cowboy cafes a uh, coffee 
Cowboy Cafe. Cowboy Cafe. <laughs> Cowboy Coffee uh, is well known on the range, and you know you get this black syrupy stuff, and there's eggshells in it, all sorts of things. Aluminum looking. Yeah, it's on the fire for goodness knows how long. Things it like yeah. boils up from there. That's right. That's right. Not so good though, right? Well, it's it's all right, but no, it's not so good. I probably should. I'm being too kind. Is it because it takes too long to brew? Oh, it takes a while, and you you, know, you even crack an egg into it um, yeah. and put the eggshell in there. The whole idea is to for the um, the grind to to go to the bottom, so you're not sipping you know, all the grinds of the coffee. Um, uh, but uh, but then you got to drink that, and it, uh, it's, it's a tricky yeah, business. So it can be done. Egg, so just the shell of the egg. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the egg shell. So mm. not you don't want to boil an egg in there. Well, you could do that too. You can have breakfast at the same time. But, uh, <laughs> but the egg shell yes. particles or whatever will help this coffee set. That's, yeah. I've done it once and I wasn't, a friend was doing it really. I wasn't really right, doing overly it. impressed. I, 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 I was actually impressed, I was going to say, because mm. it did do something. I'd be interested to see what the flavor yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But... The, so, so there's that way. Obviously, I think my my personal preference would be French press, just because of ease. Yes, yes, um, yes. So with French press, or if you're doing over like a cowboy coffee or cowboy mm -hmm. cafe, um, what kind of grinder are we oh, going to be yeah. needing for that? By the way, French press would be my preferred method probably mm. now these days. But the grinder, guess what? You may not have electricity. If you do, voila, no problem. On your preparationist, make sure you put grinder on there. <laughs> Otherwise, right. it doesn't make any difference. Right. But there's, uh, there's a lot of hand grinders out there, manual grinders out there. Mm. In my day, there wasn't a lot, and they would take a long time. So if you want to make a coffee, you know, you start grinding it an hour, two hours before because it's going to take a while. Well, and I think that, you know, if, if we're doing a hand grinder, you can't spin a blade fast enough to use it. So it really wouldn't be a blade grinder. Is it going to be a burr grinder at that point? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and that's the good thing. It would be a burr grinder. You get some cheap plastic burr grinders, but there's some really good ones now that uh, a ceramic or, or metal, wow. and they do a good you, job. I mean, you, you, that's the, really the only thing that's going to give you the grind because you can't spin it fast enough, all those kind no. of things. No. And what's the one that you have? You have a, that little black thin one. Oh, it's an early on model. Is it a burger? It I is. Mean, a, is it's it, a plastic burger. It's a plastic burger. Not to, but I mean, I know we I know we bagged on plastic burrs, but yes. that one has lasted quite a yeah, while. That's true. It has. It has. And the good thing about it, you get your whole family involved. It does take a long time to grind. That. That's right. So you give it to your son, and he does a half hour on there, and then you give it to someone else, and they do another half hour. <laughs> I mean, that's in the preparation. It's bring extra people for well, grinding. Well, like, true, true. <laughs> but when you when all those people get to drink their coffee, they think, "Wow, this is a good coffee." <laughs> it's, it's like making ice cream together. That's right. I'm not sure we've ever done that. But I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so for that, we're going to look for a coarse grind. So we don't. The grinder is not as crucial, like no. as far as like. You know, you could grind it with a rock if you needed to. Yes, yes. But you were also, you know, you could just get a hand grinder and probably a cheap one that's going to mm. last you at least a trip. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, and you can also get some pretty nice burr grinders. You could. And the burr grinders go a lot, lot finer too. The new ones now these days are, are, are pretty good. You can get a good Sporo, which needs a medium. You could possibly even get an espresso with some of them too. They go pretty good. Mm. Yeah. So... Let's say, uh, let's say making it, um, I want a little bit of decadence, if that's the right uh, word. Decadence, that's a good what, word. What have you got for me? What, oh. what can I do that just, the guy next to me camping is going to go, boy, this guy never left his house. <laughs> yeah. if, I, uh, if, I, if I say, you know, I really don't want, uh, I don't want anything, anything but the best. Right, right. Well, 
here's, the, here's my most decadent uh, camping coffee I've ever done. And I took my uh, espresso machine um, in the back of the car. It was a little, you know, it was a forester, so the back came up nicely. A hatchback. Hatchback. The, the cord fitted beautifully into the one little outlet that we had. Almost like a, like an RV hookup. Yep. Very, yeah, an RV hookup. Very much. It was, <laughs> it was my hookup. And so, which meant I could grind for the espresso, which means I could, uh, and did a perfect espresso. And I even roasted <laughs> the beans the, the day before and put those into the grinder, put it into the espresso machine. And, whoa, I do remember, I only did that a couple of times, um, partly because people... I think it was, again, another line saying, a group of people where'd you get your espresso from? And they look and see it's in the back of my car. <laughs> well, I, don't know, I don't know what I charge them for. They hear a boiler, whatever, doing this thing. It's like, But guess what? Funny. I was camping and I could then have my espresso and I put it in a nice cup and by the fire and I feel like this is brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, and, and so I'm looking at our notes here. I'm looking at some of these uh, little doohickeys you got. So, oh, yes. Some of these might be super helpful for people yep. who are doing camp. What's a, a mocha pot? A mocha pot. It's an old method, actually. Done. You can do it. Some call them stove tops. Um, and oh, this is the cowboy coffee. No, it's not cowboy no, coffee. Not, okay, no. no, some would even call it espresso. Um, it's not really espresso. It doesn't get up to the the, the pressure that you is need. This for espresso. looks kind of like a percolator. Yes. But it has a little, instead of, you know, a, a pot or a teapot. Straight pot, up in the air. It's got like a little tiny spout that goes at the top. Mm -hmm. And you set a little cup. cup. You can get bigger ones. You're talking yeah. about a one cup one, but you can get bigger ones. You can get four, six cup ones. And do a, do any, uh, anybody listening, if you're able, do a Google search for mocha pot. They're very yeah, cool looking. They are. And that's the interesting thing. They look cool, but I have struggled to get a really good <laughs> you're not from You're them. not a mocha pot believer. No, I you know, fine, coarse, uh, medium. I've tried all different grounds. i tried to um, press it down a little bit, but they say don't do that, and it bubbles up. And uh, I so get it's a, kind of like a cross between an espresso and a percolator. Yes, and a percolator you can also do while you're camping. Um, mm. And percolators, this percolator is cowboy coffee, right? That's what we think of. Oh, I mean, you could do that too. No, cowboy coffee is even a little more. Oh, I'm um, thinking of a percolator. Oh, no, no, this is a little bit. Cowboy yeah. coffee is in a belly, and they put it in, and that's it's, right. Yeah, it's it's a little more uh, simple than a percolator. Rustic, even. rustic. That's a robust. Good word. Yeah, robust. Don't use robust. Use arabica. But that's all right. <laughs> um, the percolator is fine, but once again, and it's good volume. But as it pump, the water goes bloop, up. It comes. Goes down through the in the basket of the coffee. Wonderful. Guess what? It does it another time. Bloop! Up comes the water down through the, so the it's basket. Like double brewing. Yeah, well, probably by the time it's finished, like twelve times brewing, and you've now mm. extracted all sorts of acids and things you don't want in your coffee. That's right. Difficulty with with a percolator. The mocha pot's a good thing because it comes up once. Does it? Does it once? Well, and I think of like a snow cone. Because a snow cone is ice with, with like a flavor drizzled on it. Mm -hmm. Once you suck the flavor out of it, like I know for me, oh, I can't okay. always yes. eat the ice in there. I'll just like suck the flavor out or, or, you know, drink the flavor out of the bottom. But once it's done, it's just ice. You're no longer extracting any flavor. Yeah, that's good. And it's yeah, like you it's don't. Good. Good. I, for me, it's like, I don't really want this cone anymore. So why would you want to then, if you're doing it with coffee, start re-extracting stuff that you mm -hmm. don't actually want anymore? Yes, that's true. That's true. Um. Well, that's that's it. That I th I think that one is a good one to do just because just it looks try. cool. Yeah, it does look cool. It's, it feels cool. Yeah, I yeah, will say it yeah. feels. Do it at home. Yeah. Buy one, put it on your try. stove or something. It's very cool looking. I mean, that's a good art a, piece. Yeah, it is, and it's not a bad idea to practice all these methods if you haven't tried one at home. Just to, while you've got 
convenience of other things around and if you make it a real mess you can just make a regular coffee and <laughs> exactly. you're fine yeah but i should go back to the french press which i find is very simple and easy to use because today now oh you know they're, they're made of shatterproof plastic so that it's much uh, uh much better i think there's java press there's a whole lot of different ones out there now again Oh, I think we might just say the same. I think we might say the same thing. Yeah, and with with them now, you can have a double walled one as well. So, remember oh, the cold, the weather, mm. it can cool down a French press really quickly, but that keeps right. it warm, which is um, it's not always that good an idea because then it keeps the heat in and the chemical reactions keep going in the French press, and suddenly you got some bad. Taste well, it's like out. having air pot coffee, and I know this is going to get yeah, off on a tangent, oh, yeah, but a tangent. but when you have that coffee sitting in its own container yes continuing to heat it is going to kind of continue to extract a little mm-hmm. bit especially with french press because it's sitting in a heated space with the ground with coffee the ground below still. it yeah exactly so if you were to remove it and keep it heated that should be a little bit better but that's a good idea what you say i mean double wards great it just keeps it all hot because you want to put some hot water in first if you've got enough water um right. and to, to keep everything hot because french presses that's the only thing that can cool down pretty quickly mm. but once you've done your french you four minutes that Pour that's probably another whole thing pour it into a a, a thermos a flask or something that's going to mm. keep it get warm rather than it being a flask with coffee. Well, and this goes a whole, I mean, man, I just, there's so many things we go into, but if you go to a thermos, yes, a metal thermos is going to have a metallic taste to it. Yes. Here's something that I know you do that I also appreciate is when you use a thermos, use it for tea or use it for coffee. Mm. Don't use it for both because it will taint the other. That's exactly true. And so even if you're putting hot water, it's going to taint the hot water. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, man, you're not going to be able to have bring any any people with you. No, you just come <laughs> careful load of. If uh, you can things. bring a trailer, just with your tools yeah. and equipment. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's not a bad idea. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. I mean, if you have a thermos, maybe get one. I mean, go to well, don't go to Goodwill because someone's probably already used it for something. But you know, try and and and, and dedicate it to its purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, what about? Like a pour over. Now, pour over is be my second most favorite method because it's simple, mm-hmm. and you want simple, simple when you go camping, mm-hmm. and you can. I well, like. And actually, sorry, real quick to butt in. I was going to say yeah. on the French press, get a plastic one. Well, that's what I'm saying. The shatterproof ones you can get. Shatterproof. You can, you can go to REI. You can go to all sorts of places, Amazon, wherever. Glass is just asking for trouble. Right. Yeah. And sorry, but that, pour that, over, that's pour good. Over. Good point. Pour over would be my second after French press, um, and of course. Obviously, espresso would come first if, uh, if if the campsite allows. If it allows it, and if you don't want to, if you want to get away, not want to get away from work because you've got a lot of people to want their coffee. Right. But uh, pour over is simple. You can get a plastic one. So you don't need a, a ceramic one. That's going to break camping anyway. And put it in right. your backpack or whatever you're going to do. And you will need a filter probably though. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things of preparation. Think, oh, you get out there, you got the coffee, you got a ground, and oh, I didn't bring a filter. If you're using the pour over method, right? But they have awesome things now. Yes, they're gold. Yes, well, some of them are. Yes, um, but getting a, a reusable filter, so a gold filter that is tasteless. Yes, because again, that's going to affect it as well. Yes, and even paper ones. You know, if you have a bamboo paper, different papers are going to affect that coffee in a different way as well. Yes, um, but that way you can actually reuse a filter, and you don't have to worry about finding a new filter, and then you just kind of tap it out the ground coffee, that kind of thing. Um, so that can be really easy, especially if you're just doing it for yourself yes. or two people. Once and there's it, a group, it starts it gets, getting tedious. Getting a group, as at home, the groups make it a little more difficult when you've got to worry about 
quantity. Right. And that really changes the game. That quantity. changes the game. And we could have another pod about even at home, how do you do coffee for large groups? There's not an easy answer to that. Yeah. And what about a Java dripper? Java dripper. A Java dripper. I believe my um my my nephew gave me my first one. He sent it to me. Now what is a Java dripper? Well, uh, it's, a, what, it's a pour over, right? It is a pour over method, but I believe, I mean, there's probably different ones out there, but this one has these, like, these fancy little three orange, I can see it in my feet. mind, feet that you clip onto the top of your cup. Mm. And then it has a, like, a pour over. It, it looks a like filter. a pour over, but it's mesh. Yes. And so it's very light, it's small. Some would put a filter in it as well, but it comes as a filter. So it's almost like a filter and pour over in one. Yes. You don't have to, yeah, exactly. You don't need the plastic bit or the ceramic bit. Mm. And, uh, and I've tried that. It works well. Again, if you're camping, you're going to go, whoa, this is good coffee. This is not just some instant stuff that is easy and convenient. This is a really nice coffee. And mm -hmm. uh, so so I've appreciated something like that, that, uh, as I say, my nephew gave me one Samuel, and it was brilliant. Well, and it's so nice and self-contained. That's the thing I like about it. It's very, like you said, easy to clean up. There's no parts to get lost. If you lose it, you lose the whole thing. Yeah, you so do. it's very you easy do. to kind of keep a. You got to go a fairly slow pour on it because it, 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 the mesh and things that it can <laughs> well, sort it's of quite overflow. Small, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a bit of a mess to clean up. But yeah, I mean, if you can, it's a great one. Uh, AeroPress. Some people love. Some people love the AeroPress. Well, a lot of AeroPresses. I don't actually know if any are glass, but that's true. That's they're a, plastic, yeah. so that's a very that's helpful. Rugged. Yeah, solution. But it can be a little more bulky. It depends on how much room you have. Well, they have the filters, and so there's a little more pieces. Yeah, to yeah, two bits to them, and you got to press them down. And uh, uh, as you can tell, almost by the tone of my voice, they're not my favorite. <laughs> Some just swear by them; they're wonderful. Camping, though, yeah, you could use an AeroPress. That would work. And here's a so so for camping, you know, you know, you could roast your own. You can also bring your own. Obviously, just you know, using the the storage methods. Yes. Pretty much the storage method method for coffee doesn't change, you know, whether you're at your home or whether you're here. And if mm -hmm. you want to know about storage methods, because we could go on a tangent there. Yeah. Check out the last podcast because we did talk all about storage methods. That's right. That's right. But using one of those I methods, mm -hmm. um, you can you know bring your own coffee or roast your own if you're if you're inclined. Roasting it well. Keep in mind you're gonna have to let it sit for probably at least a day. Otherwise, that, it's going to be too fresh, which is crazy. Therefore, I've thought of that in my preparation is I, I bring some coffee I have roasted the day before I went camping. So oh. that's that day I can have when you've driven all that way, you put the tent up, you're feeling a bit, whew. So you bring a special stash just to hold you over so that once you roast it, you can wait two days or a day <laughs> with having fresh coffee. So you can still have coffee while you're waiting. Perhaps some might say I'm addicted, but... Uh, <laughs> When you have just two cups of really fresh, good coffee, that's right. all you need. That's that's not overdose. So it's just good. So if, if we roasted coffee on the on the fire, how long should I wait before I grind it? Camping, fortunately, there's not a lot of rules you need to worry about camping. You can you can go sooner or later, but you know, typically I would roast it uh, the night before possibly, and the next morning I'd be drinking it. You know, twelve hours. That's not anywhere a from like 12 hours to 72. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 72, you may your camera trip may be over, but well, that's the thing. I mean, we gotta you gotta keep in mind, yeah, yeah. And I think so, there's leeway you can you can have it earlier, it's not a problem. And I was gonna say, I think we talked last time about our next episode would be about home roasting, so I apologize that it's not, but oh, next right. week's episode will. So, if you want to roast your coffee before you go at home, we can kind of cover some of that next yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good so yeah. That'll be kind of a, I guess, a plug for next week. Yes. So running into the woods with your coffee, 
the big things are going to be making sure you have the coffee, whether that's ground yes. or unground. Or, or sorry, no, whoa, oh. I made a mistake there. Oh, my, whether it's that. green or whether it's roasted, and you want to make sure that that's whole bean. Yep. In yep. both cases, only only you know grind it when you're ready. Yeah. Or but, if, you, if you have to have it before you go, you can't fit that in. Right. I don't know why not, but but if you can't, well, that's camping. You'll you'll get away with it. You make we all make sacrifices. We do. We do. Um, making sure you have the coffee in the freshest state possible, mm -hmm. um, and then also make sure you have a source to get hot water. It's like you said earlier, if we have a something to plug into, you can always bring an electric jug. Exactly. That makes it so much easier. So much. You can put that on. And you can uh, have an extra five minutes in bed and <laughs> on you, the ground. That's right. Or you like me, you can have a little timer so it sets it going at five to seven in the morning. And when you get up at seven, it's already boiled. Let me just say, camping trips with us is a lot of gadgets. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly coffee related gadgets. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, which is good. Uh, so a good source of hot water. However, yeah. you know whether that's on the fire and yeah. and just so people know, what kind of like if I'm doing it over the fire. Mm -hmm. What kind of boiling am I looking for? Is it a rolling boil or is it a very aggressive boil? Because yeah. that temperature is going to... Yeah, and most for most coffee where it's French press pour over, all the ones we mentioned really, you're going to get it to a, a, a rolling boil. You're going to take it off with a pair of gloves. Okay, it's helpful. <laughs> yeah. There's, and there's the nothing list. worse putting your hand on the fire. Whether the fire gets your hand or the, the steam from the kettle gets you. Oh, yeah. They both hurt and they both burn. But a rolling boil. But take it off and let it come off the rolling boil. You want it right. below below 100C. You want it below 203 uh, Fahrenheit. So. Well, that's something else. You don't want to scorch the burn the coffee exactly. where you're You've done all this work. You might as well right. not ruin it now by scorching the, the and does that beans. go the same for electric kettles some of them as well it, it does exactly the same the advantage of electric kettle you can turn on the little but switch but you want to let it sit for a second yeah let it click off and let it sit so you can see using the side there the bubbles start to stop right. and you're good I'm ready yeah so a good source of coffee a good source of hot water and then pick your method Pick, yep. a, pick a method that you feel like works best for whether that's going all out with the espresso machine. Oh, yes. You know, I think, I, I think I'm going to change my favorite to pour over. Because it's easy. Oh, yeah. pour in French press. Yeah, that, yeah. I, but yeah. French press, I mean, you can get a small one, I guess, if you want. Yeah, and that's the, yeah. And because with all these methods you've talked about, right. suddenly you may need to do another pot of coffee. You may need to, you do all this hard preparation. You have right. this great coffee. And then someone, you, you generously give one to someone else. And someone else, oh, could I have a coffee too? And then you've got to start boiling the water from scratch. It's cold <laughs> water from the stream. It takes another half hour to boil it. So just be ready. Yeah. Know who you're camping with. That's right. That's right. Take a tally the night before. <laughs> um, and then also grinder. You're going to want a good, good way to grind it. Yeah. I mean, if you can think about it beforehand, it's going to be way, way better. Um, so grinding it, good coffee source, good hot water source, mm -hmm. a good picking a method and preparing for it. Maybe don't go for more than one unless you really want to, but yeah. Yeah. pick a good method that you like and, and maybe practice it beforehand, um, as well. So those are kind of the, that's kind of the, yeah, that's kind of the, the brief overview of oh, it. You'll um, have a great camping if you get some great coffee. Whew. And again, yeah, if you have any questions, let us know. Um, but yeah, camping and coffee can be done, and it can be done well. It can. Yep. You don't have to don't have to skimp. No, no. It can be a great uh, week of camping. It's really as much as work is is as much work you as you want to put into it. Mm -hmm. You can make it as good as you want. Exactly. Yep. yep. Um, 
Well, yeah, thank you for joining us this Friday. Sorry this came out a little bit late. Um, in the future, when someone listens back on this, they won't know what we're saying by late. It'll yeah. just be, it was on a Friday. <laughs> um, but tune in next week, and we're going to do some uh, an episode on home roasting and kind of a little more, more details into that. And otherwise, have a great rest of your Friday. And, and I was thinking, maybe this weekend we challenge everybody to go out and try a new local coffee shop. Because if it's really bad, then you know not to go back. Exactly. If it's really good... You discovered something well, I, new. Because in, in, where I am, it's Father's Day on Sunday. Mm. I know a local shop I want to go to because uh, they see they're going to give free coffee to fathers. <laughs> Does that mean I, I have to take it? Yeah. I mean, get to. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. We're going to start waffling. I can, I can sense yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Try a local coffee shop and let us know if you've got any questions. Thanks. Thanks.